If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now we're going to talk Olympics. We're going to talk a man who's right in contention, as he always is, and he's still only a baby when it comes to throwing the discus. Matty Denny, a very good morning to you. Hey, fellas. Thanks for having me in today. That's yeah, a pleasure. Lovely to have you, mate. You're looking good. You're in good shape. Yeah, try, trying to Fit be. Ass. I mean, it's funny you make the baby comment. I've just, like, freshly shaved my face and my head, so I definitely <laughs> look like I'm a newborn. So, I'll but no, shaved down, too. Yeah, look basically, yeah. Look, mate, I'm aerodynamic. I'm ready for the season. <laughs> Saturday, here we go. Now, um, you know I love these videos from the weight room. Yeah. What was it, 70 kilo that you were just tossing around like a little... Bag of chaff the other day. Yeah, we were doing um, 70 kilo uh, single arm snatches. So it was, yeah, in pretty good nick, lifting pretty well at the moment. So numbers have been up. But, yeah, the those those dumbbells are pretty uh, not wow. fun to mess around with, especially if you miss a lift or it bounces too far back onto your toes. So. At, at my gym, I don't think we've even got a 70 nah, kilo. You shouldn't have. <laughs> no, no gym has. I've been in a uh, NFL the Carolina Panthers gym, oh, yeah. and it had seventy five kilos. Yeah, I've I've got I've got we've got seventy five, and then that's all we've got. So I've got to ask QS to probably bring some more in. So what's a lot heavy ones. ones? Yeah, no, 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 ones. <laughs> no we, need, we need to start getting up into the nineties. Well, I've got my my checklist for you okay. at the end to see how you're traveling in okay, all but, yeah, aspects no, of your preparation. No, that's probably what that's what my dad would do as well. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, what, what, you're one of eight siblings. What is yep. the gender balance Um so uh four brothers, three sisters. Okay. Yeah, so it's um it's pretty even as even as you can get. So yeah, it's it's a fun dynamic. Mm. Big families are definitely a different one, but um different beast to handle, but yeah, they've always been very supportive of me, which is nice. Being and the out youngest at, out at Alora, Alora, yeah. You just used to throw throw stuff and tackle stuff. Yeah, I was just that weird kid <laughs> sitting in the back of the paddock throwing rocks around. <laughs> and now I remember, like one of the things when I was a kid, Dad and I used to. So, like, Dad had a um, like it was like a hobby farm, and we used to walk around the fields. Like, I had to pick up, helping pick up rocks, clear the um, for you know being able to plant grain and all that. And we used to do big days, like two-day weekends where we'd walk along and the tractor would be in first gear just idling along and I'd have to pick up rocks and put them into the back of the tractor along the way. And I reckon that's probably why, like, I was so strong from a young age just because, like, farm like, strong is really a thing. And, yeah, I still remember those days, just Dad forcing me to lift rocks all day, <laughs> manual labour. Any pocket money? Uh, no, no, Nothing. unfortunately not. No. I'll, I'll take you to next weekend's meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, like, like, fourth at the Olympics, he's knocking on the door, he's still got a long career in front of him, reigning diamond league champion. 
Yet Webby keeps telling me he's bigger on the Darling Downs than Matty Dent. Oh, I think I think he still is, mate. I think he still is. He's uh, he's he's notorious out there, but um, I think notoriously troubled, to be honest. So <laughs> you've got big fingers, bigger yeah. than mine. I got I got bratwurst for fingers. I was looking at um, my little finger trying to see because five centimeters ruined your life, didn't it? So oh, far. Oh, we'd and say I'm thinking, ruin. what's five centimetres? Like half your little finger, I reckon. Here, try, try that wedding ring on for a quick sec. When I got my wedding ring, mate, <laughs> they, said, go on they a said, mate, we've got your, we've got your pipe clamp ready <laughs> for you. That goes on my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, you know, I, I wouldn't say it was life, life ruining. It was, it was definitely a tough one to manage and deal with, but it, it kind of, it, it, it is what it is, to be honest. Like it, it was hard to deal with not getting a medal, but at the same time it came through in leaps and droves and in regards to like media and, and being yeah. able to build like my, you know, profile around that stuff as 6702 well. 6702. 6702. Yeah. I think it was, uh. Exactly six months later, when we went to um, went to Europe and did some comps, I found the five centimeters and and got third at one of the Diamond Leagues. Uh, so I was like, okay, it was six months too late, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you got time. what do you got a PB of sixty eight forty three. 48, yeah. 48. So, you've so cost him five again. <laughs> <laughs> you're so close to that seventy. Are you going to need seventy meters in Paris? Do you reckon? Yeah, it's a it's a pretty competitive year. This I mean, it's been a competitive year for the last four years, but um, it's it's the best era of discus coming up at the moment. So, yeah, I think seventy meters is is where it's going to be to just to be in that kind of shape to be even looking at either a medal or um, or even winning. So, I think I don't know seventy seventy one is probably going to be the minimum standard to win this year. Have um, you got that in you? I think we do. Like we've we've had a great off season and we we've learned a lot from last season. Obviously, I changed coach and. Um, in March last year and um, Dale and I have been doing some great stuff um, as well as uh, Joshy Humphreys and the rest of my team. Like we've had a really good process and this off season since the Diamond League, we've just really kept building on what we had and we learned a lot of lessons. So we're very keen to put it on display in the next couple of weeks. Like we've got these three comps coming up in the domestic season, Adelaide this Saturday and then Melbourne next Thursday and then Christchurch uh, the following Saturday after that. So be nice to get out there and have a hit out since Diamond League because I haven't been in a comp since then. Yeah, uh, so be nice to continue the the PBing fashion, but we'll see. But um, yeah, the you know the minimum standard for this year would be would be to get in that seventy meter range and put myself in the in the looking for a gold. So was there anything that clicked on that Diamond League uh, meet that I wouldn't gave say you first? I, I wouldn't say clicked. It was it was just more you know it was just a culmination of consistently. Building the season. I mean, to be honest, world champs where I threw the sixty-eight twenty-four, where I got the Australian record as well at world champs for fourth. I feel that I utilised my fo- the form that I was in in Eugene better than what I did at world champs. Like I, I was in seventy-plus meter form, um, but just didn't utilise it. But you know, for the Diamond League final, like I was, I was at the end of my tether. To be honest, for the for the season, to be a long been a long year, but. I knew that I was in the chance if I just compete well, like we right. could we could be on here and yeah, found it. So. I said to Patty last time you talked to us, you were heading to the south of France for mm, yeah. five days or something yeah, before yeah. you went back to that. Yeah, will the south of France play a role in the Olympics? Maybe we. So we we were basing in Nice, uh, Nice, France last year uh, when we were like doing all of our domestic season, but uh, uh, sorry, uh, international season, but. We do our holding camp for Olympics in Montpellier, so just slight like further. Like southwest um, mm-hmm. of Nice, so yeah, kind of kind of southeast of uh, of France, which will be fun. But 
Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's the worst place to be. It's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty nice down there and, um, you know, it'll be a nice little camp set up. We're going to go to Madrid as well leading up to uh, that camp as well before we, you know, lock down and go yeah. into pre-camp. Let's put it in perspective here. So the bloke that he's got to beat is a bloke called Daniel Stahl from Sweden. And Matty is a big man. That's almost two metres. What, 120 kilos? 134 now, here. 134. Yeah. Oh, well, Stahl is two metres. So what's that, six, seven or something? Uh, yeah, six, seven, six, eight. And about 150 kilos. 160. <laughs> Not to correct, but you got to give the guy his kilos. He's a big man. Um, speaking of other big men, you remember Lawrence Okoye from um, yeah. Commonwealth Games, silver medal? Yeah. So Lawrence is here at the moment with me training leading up to this domestic season. So... We've done the last uh, two weeks training together and he's he's going to come to Australian comps, which will be fun. But, mate, that bloke's a huge human being. <laughs> I mean, so, like, people think I'm strong, right? And, you know, it's nice being at the QIS and everyone thinks I'm the strongest in the gym. <laughs> and then Lawrence comes in last week and we're standing around. And he's like, I said, what do you got today? He said, oh, you know, I just got a bit of bench and a couple other exercises, but, you know, nothing too crazy. Proceeds to lot. So my PB for bench is 175, which is so-so in the discus world. He proceeds to load up 215 and just casually takes it for like a double. Nah. He's like, yep, all right, no, that's me done for time. I'm like, can you leave? Can you <laughs> not make me look bad in my own home gym? So he's he's good quality. But, yeah, compared to all these other fellas, I'm, I'm definitely a smaller man. And like a double, he just does two reps. Just, oh, like, yeah, it was it was because he's coming off jet lag and stuff, trying to keep your load, like your training load down. So, uh, yeah, he thought, oh, I'll just do a casual double for 215. Yeah, okay, so you're, yeah. you're close to max a lot, like close to, you know, not lifting 10. 10 oh, well, reps, yeah, like the, the thing when you kind of get to this level of, um, of training is like, your light is still heavy. Like, even if you're doing a deload or like light training, you're still doing, you know, 200 plus kilos on your back at, at the minimum. And um, for bench, like living, well, for me, it's living above 140. But for some of these other guys, it's like living above 190, 200. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of stress on the body, but it's just, you, you get used to it. It's it's part of the job. It's what you sign up for. You've mm. got to be strong and you've got to be powerful. Not so. at my age, you don't. No. It's 741. No, we do doubles. <laughs> <laughs> Icarus, one of our regulars uh, from up north. Paddy, I did rock picking, uh, which many resembled boulders. Uh, more than rocks in the old days. The farmer used to drive up the hills at about 30k an hour. <laughs> well, give yourself a rap, Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just quickly, a little bit of serious stuff for a while. I mean, you, you know, you're out there, we, we, we love you and all that sort of thing, but there's a lot of these young Olympians do it tough. We know the swimmers have, you know, good sponsorships and things like that, but it's not easy to make a quid while you follow your sporting dream, is it? No, I mean, it's... <sighs> Pat, I always say, like, once I started, like, it was very, it's very easy in Olympic sports to go, you know, we should be paid more, which I agree with. I think that, you know, for what we do it for, like, I, th I think it's pretty crazy. But at the same time, we love what do we do. So, but at, at the same time, like, it's what we sign up for. Like, you know, yeah. it's it's just part of the game at this point in time. And you want to change it as much as you want. And, and you know, there's a lot of things that behind the scenes that a lot of athletes put a lot of effort into to try and make that shift. Um, but... At the same time, it's not you know it's not going to change in my lifetime while we're still competing. So you, you yeah, you, you just kind of got to block it out. You got to focus on the performances, and I mean that's why I put a lot of effort into my media stuff because it's something that I can do part like part time alongside while I'm competing, and it doesn't take away from when I'm training and competing, and it's very easy to do on the road. So yeah, mm. yeah.
Yeah, and and you just need to keep developing your rugby leg and your cricket, like you know, yeah. and uh, you know you'll be in these few days for the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Did, mate, you, did you see my my uh, bowling skill in the nets with uh, Matty Renshaw the other day? Uh, I, I, I did, saw you at the training session. Mate, it was – I thought I was bowling over the top of my head and doing some, like, and little, little bit of swing, but, mate, it was out the side. It was a full discus delivery. Discus. <laughs> it was a full <laughs> discus delivery. It's hard to transfer that quick, mate. No, um, so I try my best. It's probably a new thing, Paddy and Maddie. Uh, you know, the Twiggy Forest's support and the Hancock prospecting support of Olympic yeah. teams, is, is it? Yeah, I think I mean there's there's always been um a lot of like support of different athletes like whether it's been for teams or whether it's been individual like I know there's um a couple of individual athletes that have had like good solid deals with um I guess companies or um individuals yes. like that. So yeah, sometimes that can either come from just networking and and learning, you know, a lot of those people really really love their sport so they just want to be able to get involved however they can. Yeah. Um but at the same time, yeah, it's, you know, I mean, the swimmers obviously have some pretty solid support there and, um, you know, athletics have some great sponsors as well. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely a lot of Olympic sports that are worse off than, um, you know, our main sports where they barely get any, uh, yeah. like any funding outside of, you know, AIS or, um, you know, institute support. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a hard one. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's to say an Olympics is – a amateur sport these days is a complete joke and no. a, and a lie. Um, but you know when you when you sign these agreements to go compete in the Olympics, like it's you know mm. you kind of get viced in and there's not much you can do about it. So yeah, well yeah. I mean we wanted through the show just by you know showing a spotlight and having you in for a couple of segments today is great and we we know what a great communicator you are. But we had Tori Lewis on last week. After, oh great, yeah, know, and Amazing. she's fantastic. Yeah, she's so good to get that Australian record and. I mean, it was great to see, you know, a, um, a photo of Melinda Gainford-Taylor and um, Mel Breen and, and Tori all together. You know, yeah. it was it was basically, it was 20 years between the uh, Mel's record to then 10 years between um, the last two. So it's it's awesome to see those those three together. But, you know, going to the QS the other day and saying congrats to Tori was pretty awesome. She was very stoked. She's a very shy girl, but, um, <laughs> you know, t- to just see her, you know, really put it together and, you know, she's a quiet achiever, especially in the gym. She just does her own work. She gets in there, gets it done, and and works hard. And to yeah, come out in the start of the domestic season with those records. How yeah, do you get your 120 kilos, 134 kilos uh, across 100 meters? Um, oh, I wouldn't say as effectively uh, as Tori. I don't know. I reckon I could maybe get into the 12s. Wow, you're maybe, kidding? Maybe in the 12s, but it would also take me another 400 meters to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be shifting gears like a You need, uh, like an, a you need an airport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, need, we need to do it at Archerfield. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. because speed's so important for your for your yeah. gear. What, what else is important? Oh, I th- what, yeah. What so do you got to put together? For, for That's what kind of what made me fall in love with track, like, well, for discus and, and throws in general. You, you obviously have to be a really good technician and be good technically, but there's a lot of other things. Like, you have to be very strong and you have to be very, very balanced and coordinated and you have to be very, very athletic and really, you know, a master in domain of those those worlds, like being able to be competitive with, you know, weightlifters and, you know, push the barriers mm. on what's possible strength-wise. You can't get away with just casually being in the gym and um, not saying like the sprinters and, and jumpers uh, are casually in there, but like 
the the focus on on a gym aspect or like um, force development or you know athleticism in the gym is very predominant for us. Mm. So yeah, it's it's a big balance, and then you have to obviously be very flexible and and move well while also being yeah. good technically. So it's a challenge. There's a lot of things to be able to do, but um, you know, yeah. Got to love the challenge. Great stuff to have you. you know, we've got to get to a break before the news, but uh, um, we, we might just chat off here and you can suggest another guest, someone that we possibly don't know a little bit about and you can give us of an Of course, answer. yeah. I'll have, a, I'll have a think and we'll find someone for you. All right. You've got a series of home meets and then uh, you'll eventually hit the road towards Paris. Matty Denny, we'll, we'll speak to you beforehand. But, mate, great to have you and thanks for coming into the studio today. Really appreciate it. No, thank you. Great to chat with you too. I always love it. My favourite show to come on. <laughs> ah, listen, yeah. we like to have. Thanks, man. We've got Good to get luck, to a break. Man.